Hello. How are you? It's Erin. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. So fucked up. Oh, my Uh, God. How's everybody doing? Yeah. How's everyone handling things? We are – I'm doing good, personally. Yeah. We're handling things with class, with sass, with grass, with ass. (laughs) Ow. 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 Erin's burning herself on her fart candle. She said she was farting around and she needed to light a candle. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, you sure do. Yeah, well. Too many farts. Too many toots. Mm -hmm. Um. That's always what my mom called it when you're like lollygagging. Yeah. She's like, stop farting around. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I know. know. Yeah, my parents said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always thought it was really funny. Yeah, because it says the word fart. And yeah. also, like, when you're a kid and you live at home, duh, um, just hearing your kid, hearing your parents say fart and, like, poop and stuff is great. Yeah. Oh, what a treat. Yeah. Mm, what a treat. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Well, I hope everybody's good, hanging in there, not farting around too much. Uh, But if you are, who cares? Yeah. What else are we going to (laughs) do? I'm farting around just enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Do we have any any business? Any biz? No, I don't think so. Um, Check out our Patreon. We still got free stuff up there. We did something really fun with DJ and Pete this month, and uh, we did something – on um, a Guinness World Records inspired show that was wild. Oh my god! And you can listen to it without making a donation or a contribution or whatever it's called on Patreon. So check it out. Yeah, check that out. Um, it's super super fun stuff. Uh, also go to our website dtfupodcast dot com if you want to just yeah. like see where all the links will take you there. Fucking fart around on that website. <laughs> fart around <laughs> on there. Um, <laughs> you don't have to come to do anything specific. You might not, you might find something you didn't know you were expecting there. Also, like whatever, spend some time. What else? Cool. Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. We 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 don't have access to your browser history, so yeah, fart around to your to your hearts your your farts content. <laughs> I can't talk. Hard around to your farts content. <laughs> um it's anything? like a it's like a like a tongue twister it kind of is yeah. red leather yellow leather um <laughs> <laughs> anything fucked up for you this week oh woof i'm mm. gonna be vulnerable for a second okay. uh because i feel like i should and solidarity with people you know yeah. everyone's having a hard time well mr pete got laid off this week uh, as did like 20% of the company he worked for, Ugh. which was like concentrated in his office, which they, like 30 to 40% of his office got laid off. Wow. <sighs> so 20% of the entire company. And yeah. Which had that. global offices. Whoa, dude. But like a big chunk was in this office out here. Oh my God. Um, But like the whole, I forget which Scandinavian country he was saying got like Basically, everybody got let go. I can't remember. Um, But, you know, one of them. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So that's been a wild ride. And, like, it's weird. Um, He, like, could sense it coming, which is very weird. And I'm like, how? He's like, I don't know. Like, we both slept really bad Sunday night. Mm Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was Monday night. No, Sunday night. And then Monday was better. And then Tuesday he, like, woke up 
And he was oh. like, man, I just like don't feel great. And we went on a walk and we got back to the house and he's like, fuck, I missed a meeting that got put on my schedule like last minute with like no information in it. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. And he's like, I think I'm getting laid off. And then like all, you know, he was like texting with his coworkers and stuff. And they were like, oh, yeah, man, I, we just got laid off. <laughs> like you missed fuck. the meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. And I was like, well, what are they going to do? Fire you for missing the meeting? <laughs> anyway uh so that's been rough um oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry Pete. i'm so sorry to you guys man. yeah it's just like it's it's rough for i think pretty much everybody right now it's fucking uh, rough dude but i will say like oh so we don't have health insurance after today yeah and this was like the one maybe coolish thing where I like felt like someone like helped me out. Uh, I like yeah, this morning Pete was like, oh, we'll have Cobra. So I guess we'll like still kind of be covered. But, you know, if something catastrophic happens, like we're, it's going to be out of pocket. Yeah. Like mostly because um, it's not that great of insurance, I don't think. But uh, so this morning I was like, well, I have a thyroid condition and I am not growing a goiter in quarantine with no fucking thyroid medicine. Like no. you will not catch me out here with a fucking uh, goiter. No, okay? no, no. Like I have spent years, like I have spent fucking 15 years trying to prevent one. Okay. So yeah. I was like, get on kp.org. I was like, message my doctor. I wrote her a note. I was like, uh, urgent in the subject heading. I don't fuck around. I was like, yeah. this is urgent. I was like, look, um, my, my partner got laid off. I, today is my last day for health insurance. I can't reorder my thyroid medication because it's like not available to me yet because I still have too much but like oh, yeah I was like but I'm gonna need some in like two weeks and I'm not gonna be able to get it uh and so there and so someone wrote me back and they're like thanks for emailing the doctor she is out of the office you know like on vacation or something yeah. um she will but someone from our office will get back to you in two or three days and I was like well th- this is a lost cause then, like two seconds later, someone else was like, hello. She was like my savior. She was like, hello, Nicole. This is Dr. So-and-so filling in for your doctor. I am approving this. Like, you will Absolutely. have it today. Yeah. yeah go Aww. to the pharmacy. I am so sorry. And then she was like, stay well or whatever. And I was like, oh, so nice. Like, someone would, like, recognize that I was, like, in a bind. Yeah. And needed someone to, like, call in a favor. And they did it. And that was so nice. But it's so. like, I don't know. I feel like that's like, that's fucking basic shit, man. You know? I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. I'm not like it, hoarding these and like taking 40 at a time. No, no. <laughs> like, but but you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. we we are so conditioned to just think that like everything when it comes to healthcare and stuff should be so hard that we like are yeah. like completely taken aback when we're like that's actually true. treated like human beings. It's a, uh, it's pretty wild. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man, it's 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 rough, rough stuff. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Well, damn. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all we're all kind of in that in that same I don't know boat right now. We don't mm-hmm. we don't have like healthcare through a, a regular job right now. We have like yeah, we have cobras, so it's like oh, you do too. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. So <sighs> I know it's um. It's pretty wild. Well, yeah. do you have a fucked up thing this week? Um, you know, not really. I'm just gonna go ahead and say, I I'm doing my best to mm-hmm. keep keep uh keep positive, keep uh keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I 
I will say I am so glad that uh, Jack is not old enough to know what the fuck's going on or old enough to be in school because every person I talk to that has has school age children, whether they are, you know, in first grade or, you know, preschool or in high school yeah. or middle school, they're all just like, I, I want to murder my children. <laughs> so... I, yeah, well, my, my cousin has a high school aged kid and like, he's such like a little adult. So I feel like she's the luckiest person with like at home aged kids. Oh. Cause he's such like, he's just like a mom. I need to do my homework now. Can you please leave me alone or whatever? Yeah. Like, I need to concentrate on my, on my school. Yeah. Mother. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like everyone else is just needing constant attention from their parent slash teacher slash cafeteria lady. Well, you know, it's it's just it's so it is a hard adjustment and I just I really do feel for all these parents who yeah have to work still oh, from, from home, home. Yeah. and I and don't know teach how, kids. Yeah. I have no idea how people are doing it. I keep talking oh. to friends who are just like I'm losing my mind and I'm just like man, this fucking Dude. sucks. Um and then my mom, she's a school teacher. She mm-hmm. you know, she teaches fourth grade, so it's super it's such a I hear like both sides of the of this whole conundrum and it's just hard, everybody's having a hard time and I man I shit know. sucks <laughs> I know my mom is uh my mom works at a school too and she's like putting together little lessons for the kids that she teaches she teaches like preschool age kids mm-hmm. um so you know their work's pretty basic it's like yeah what color's this but she's like putting together pretty elaborate like worksheets and little videos yeah. and stuff and she has been hard, having a hard time like with google drive because she's never had to use it before yeah and it's like even just that like everyone needs a little help with what they're doing and everyone needs to be like patient with everyone because like no one like it wasn't the people's jobs to be like working in this way you know like your mom was in it like your mom was working in a classroom not putting together fucking lessons by herself talking to herself like into a camera you know like yeah so it's also weird yeah and like you know the school districts are all different and they have different resources and you know they have different income levels for for students and you know the the families across the board so it's just like trying to figure out where the needs are is really really it's a lot of it's just (sighs) like that alone getting people set up with like people don't have computers people don't have access to internet it's like yeah it's it's man it's fucked up (laughs) I know it's really fucked up yeah it's just like it's just showing what like glaring fucking issues this country has yep and like, yeah, it's great here and we have freedom and like people can make things happen, but then we are not prepared for anything like what's happening and we have never been. So, yeah. Uh, well, also, I miss baby Jack. I know he misses you every time he hears your voice. Like if I'm editing the podcast and I have uh-huh. it like not on my headphones, he's like, uh-huh. don't share. Don't share. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> He's so cute. I love him. Except for today, I saw him trying to break into you, into your bathroom while you're taking a poop. And he was, and you were like, stop. Just a minute. He's like a little, it's like a, um, uh, mom, open, open. (laughs) That's what he says. And he's just like yanking Uh, on the door. Yeah. And he's like distraught. He's like, um, uh, just Like, like making all these sounds. He's, 
it's 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 something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, let's get into today because it is too much fun, and I feel like this might be a slightly longer episode because we have so much content. Oh, we have so much to cover. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys, this is a f- really fun episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved researching it. It was same. Just really a great time putting myself in the like brain time machine and transporting myself <laughs> back to the turn of the century when this guy mm-hmm. was popping off. I like to call that the olden days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's see. How shall we get into this? Mm. I don't know, but in the notes, Erin's going to give a little background. And I, she has like a little, um, she has some fun little stuff written. And I said, bitch, there better be a voice for this. I don't I know. I want to hear a voice. <clears throat> Have a toothache? Step right up and let's give it a yank. No need to worry. It'll get pulled in a hurry. So fast and pain-free, I'll pay you if you feel anything. Oh, yay! That's that's the uh, little ditty that I wrote to introduce you, all listeners, to the subject of our topic du jour. Oh, my God. Painless Parker. Thank you to whoever suggested this when they were joining the Facebook group. Yeah, this is a this is a topic uh, that was, you know, put put in our subconscious a few yeah. weeks ago. Our, our virtual suggestion box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, I finally like Googled it to see what it was, and this is a perfect suggestion for for us. Chef's this kiss. is exactly exactly what we wanted. Um, mm-hmm. So this guy, Painless Parker, this is a person, uh, this man was a dentist who was literally out in these streets pulling teeth from the turn of the century up until the 1950s. Mm. He's out out on the street pulling people's yeah. teeth. <laughs> like the literal street, like yeah. the sidewalk. Yeah. Like the sidewalk, like a driveway, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bus stop. He yeah, just, he's there. He'll pull he your just, teeth. He just pull up and pull one out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, by that by one we mean tooth, not a dick. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know what he's doing. No, back we there. don't know. Yeah, we don't know what he what he was doing in his personal time. So he was a part showman and part actual dentist. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he did go to dental school. He was a dentist. Um, but that's probably not the best combination of, of things. Like, I don't want my dentist to be, like, juggling while he no. is cleaning my teeth. <laughs> Fucking, if he's wearing coattails and a top hat, I'm like, no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like my crunchy ass dentists, like yeah. fucking Dr. B in the mountains, you know? Like, oh, you ride a mountain bike on the weekends and Ugh. you like vacation in Europe with your family. Great. Yeah. That's what and I you, want. <laughs> yeah. You drive an old Volkswagen that you've like restored. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, this man, though, if you, if you could kind of imagine, uh, he is the P.T. Barnum of dentistry. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say P. Teeth Barnum? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. So he, he claimed his... Who ex- P. Teeth Barnum? P. Teeth. <laughs> it has, like, multiple meanings. It works on multiple levels, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it's all levels. Um, he, he claimed his extractions were, pain, quote, painless. Yeah. And he dubbed himself, quote, the greatest all-around dentist in this world or the next. <laughs> Just really 
what's the next world like mars mars the moon i don't know Mm. um so p teeth burnham (laughs) yep (laughs) i got more of those where uh i got more where that came from great i can't i can't (laughs) fucking wait uh yeah so there's let's talk about this guy um but before we do uh just want to note some references here yeah okay um i uh I read a couple different articles, and they all kind of kept linking back to BBC.com. Hmm. And uh, so, like, mostly, I don't I don't know about you, but mostly I took from Smithsonian and BBC. Um, and But the timelines did not match up, and, like, some things got a little um, garbled. So, sure. I, like, some of this stuff maybe not be, like, 100% accurate, but, like, it's in the realm. So it's a, just yeah. want to caveat that. Well, we're given like some of some parts of this man's life will give the gist of like things that happened and mm-hmm. you know. Um but yeah. I did um there is if you if you want really accurate information, um mm. there's a very well researched book, uh, although it is I think out of print. Um Oh right. Mm-hmm. It's called The Early Adventures of Painless Parker by Peter mm-hmm. Michael Pronich and Arden G. Christian. They're um mm-hmm. Chris Kristen. Christian. Chris uh, Kristen? <laughs> Arden Kristen. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, these, are, these are two dudes who are dentists who got really interested in uh, Painless Parker's life and uh, wrote oh, a book cool. about him. So, mm, cool. um, so these guys have some good info, and uh, but where I sourced most of my research from was a, a very well-done article from – the American Journal of Orthodontics and Dentofacial Orthopedics, uh, aka ajodo.org. That's a j o d o dot org. Um, Ajado. Ajado. Mm-hmm. And that's written by their editor in chief, Rolf G. Barents. So, ooh, very German. It was yeah, very German, but very a very very good article. So, cool. Um, so let's get into this this uh, oh. this topic yes, here. Yes, please. So, um, Painless Parker was actually born Edgar Rudolph Randolph Parker. <laughs> Rudolph Randolph. Come on, Mom and Dad. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like they couldn't decide, so they're like, we'll just give them both. And then someone was like, even though they're almost the same name, and they're like, why the fuck are you in our business? It's We're like them both. <laughs> two Dolphs don't make a right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh. So, Edgar Rudolph Randolph Parker was born in New Brunswick, Canada uh, in March of 1872. He was starting out like kind of a little shit. So his parents were like, (laughs) you need to go to seminary school. Um, Mm. But he hated it and he got kicked out. So he became (laughs) – yeah, he's like, fuck this shit. Yeah, I don't like it here. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, well, you know what, asshole? We don't like you either. Get out. Bye. So he um, decided to become a pots and pans peddler to make some cash. Um, He liked to sell door to door. Like that was a passion he had. Sure. He didn't have a passion for Christ, but he had a passion for pots and pans. Squeezing art. (laughs) No, that's not a pot and pan. No. Calfon. Calfon. Calflon. <laughs> what is it? Passion of the Calflon. Calflon. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, 
passion of the Tefal. What are all the brands? I don't know. That's don't pretty know. good. Uh, I I just thought that was a massive pivot, though, from the seminary <laughs> to a pots and pans. Yeah salesman uh his dad was certainly not cool with his life choices because <laughs> that's a pretty big pivot uh mm-hmm. so he he uh edgar this is what he was going by then at the time decided to become a sailor to get away from all this nagging his parents were doing Good, um yeah. this turned out to be a, a bad time for him out Whoops. on the out on the sea <laughs> uh he while he was sailing he got thrown in jail in south america he got hurt in an accident he caught dengue fever and he got his ass severely beat on the ship by his fellow sailors oh my god was he trying to sell them pots and pans (laughs) maybe i don't know (laughs) i feel like this guy just yeah he's has a lot of issues um needless to say he went home to rest up and contemplate his next life move Mm um and while he was home kind of like convalescing after his uh, very, very failed sailing attempt, Mm -hmm. he um, had some conversations with his parents who were fed up with his, his bullshit. And he, they were like, you need to get your life back on track. You need to like pick a profession, stick to it and like do it. Yeah. No Uh, more final fantasy. Like we're not buying you Cheetos anymore. (laughs) You need to move out. Oh my God! There's a low flying helicopter. I hear that. Did you hear it? Yeah. Um, so they were like, they were going through all the options with him, and they were like, maybe dental school is right for you. And he's like, you know what? I think you're right. So he enrolls uh, and was admitted into a dental program at the New York College of Dentistry. But he was shortly after he enrolled, he was expelled <laughs> because the faculty learned that he was making money on the side. By going door to door pulling teeth. <laughs> Listen, he's a hustler, baby. Okay. Like, I, I'm sorry, but like, is that bad? I don't know. Like, he's like, do you want me to pull your tooth? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll need 20 bucks. And they're like, okay. I don't see why that's bad. He's like, Listen, it's cool. I'm in my first year at dentistry school. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's I like- have the tools. I got the time. Okay, but it, how is it any different from like when you go to the Paul Mitchell like student salon Oops. and like fucking those people cut your hair, okay? It's like no different. Well, the thing is hair grows back. Okay. <laughs> okay. I and guess that's different. And you can't like <laughs> fuck up somebody's entire mouth. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to pull the wrong tooth, I guess. You can like get nerve damage and shit or like yeah. give somebody an infection if you do it wrong. Or like, what if, what is, is it possible if you pull a tooth and like the rest of the mouth caves in on itself or something? I mean, who's to say, I'm sure bad shit could happen if you're just willy nilly pulling people's teeth out. Yeah. So he got in trouble for that and he got kicked out. But then he was luckily later accepted into the Philadelphia Dental College, which is not, thank God. Which is now actually Temple University, and mm-hmm. he graduated in 1892 from there. So, oh I mean, all along, going through his, like, background, he just sounds like he has some major issues with authority, to say the least. Oh, yeah, like, first his parents, and then he had a hard time in the... Every school he went to. <laughs> yeah, the military or whatever. Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he just... Mm-hmm. 
He wasn't doing great, but no. he made it through dental college finally. Uh, so he has he's got his diploma. He's he's twenty years old. He's raring and ready to go. He wants to take the dentistry world by storm. How long did it take for him to become a dentist? Like six months? Who knows? Back it, then. Yeah, this is not okay because he'd already lived like a full life after seminary school. So like, yeah, he probably went for like three months and they're just like, I mean, I guess dentistry wasn't super advanced at that point. I mean, they only knew so much. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Okay. So, I mean, he's only 20. That's very young, first of all. Mm -hmm. Um, So he needed to set up a practice. He needed to make money. He had this this diploma, this new skill. Um, so he moved back to his hometown and he sets up a practice. Um, and he, he does this all by the book, which great, which he mm-hmm. hasn't really done very well before, but he like, he's mature now. He's a man now. Yeah. Um, but he's doing it all by the book, setting up the practice. But it, as he comes to find out, it's not the most effective way to do anything when it comes to dentistry mm-hmm. um, because during those times dental offices were like small little one person operations mm-hmm. and practicing dentistry was difficult. It was, it was hard uh, because the public had little interest in caring for their teeth. Oh. Like nobody, this is like not a cultural thing. Nobody cared or thought it was a big deal. They probably didn't know. Like, they, didn't they probably know. didn't know that, like, your mouth is the epicenter for, like, so many other health issues. No, they had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think people still don't really realize people that still, now. Yeah, like heart disease and stuff and gingivitis. There's, yeah. like, connections and blood yeah. pressure and all this stuff. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, people uh, still don't like going to the dentist. Um, oh, yeah, you cannot like it, but you need to go. Yeah, but maybe – yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things. But I also think like our health system is not set True, up it sucks. to to yeah. it doesn't it's like separate from dentistry for some fucking reason. It's so weird. Fair, but also and this maybe sounds like cavalier, but like uh I've been off of dental insurance before or like I had fulfilled all of my cleanings for the year. You know, Mm -hmm. but I needed to go again. It was when I had surgery and like I needed to make sure my like mouth was really clean right before the surgery. But I had already used all my preventative health care for that time period. So I had to pay full out of pocket, like the full cost. It was ninety nine dollars. Yeah. And like, I mean, I guess, yeah, that could be a lot, but also that could be not that much. So it's like. It's you know, re- it's it's your it's, health. It's your health, but it's like relative. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of money. Um, yeah. So, but back then, people just really had no. They were just like, yeah, you put stuff in your mouth, you use it for chewing food, whatever. I don't give a shit about my teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so going to the dentist was like not a thing people did. It was like pretty unusual, actually. Uh, they were only around for like extracting a. a <laughs> A aching abscess tooth or whatever and before that people were going to the motherfucking barber for that shit so fair but it's also like people weren't thinking ahead it's like okay but at some point like you're not gonna have the teeth to chew your food like it's like i don't know my mouth is just for chewing food and it's like well you want to keep doing that well <laughs> so people just expected though their teeth to fall out of their heads by the time they were 40 what no oh my god could you yeah. imagine yeah 
The expectation of the public was that everyone would just lose their teeth by the age 40 or before. That is real. That oh was like God. a thing. Um, they For just, us, that would be in like another decade or so. Oh, so weird. <laughs> so far from now. <laughs> uh, also, dental products were not widely available or used. Uh, it just like wasn't a thing. Like toothbrushes were not really that commonplace they were mm. if they were they were made of animal bristles and hair like hogs from like from hogs horses and badgers so hog, what part of the hog a, a bristle the hog bristle like a you know like have you ever used like a a brush that has hog hog hair hog? no okay just me oh my god i would not stick that in my mouth so yep i get it yeah now I'm, i get it yeah Oh my god! It's it was just like not a thing. Um, All right. Well, that's very interesting. Yeah, it is. It is really interesting. This whole public perception back then uh, mm-hmm. of dentistry was made it really, really hard for him to set up a practice. So yeah. that was that was a huge factor. And then it was also considered unethical in the profession to solicit patients. I don't mm. understand this whole thing. Like, you couldn't advertise that you were a dentist in town or whatever. You had to, like, go around and, like, be found out by word of mouth. So he, he like, had to adhere to these, like, professional standards of dentistry mm. and mm. not and not solicit to people. So what he ended up doing was um, he went to church and he, like, put himself out, got active in the local community joined a bunch of different civic organizations and hoped that he would just, like, become better known as a person and then, like, would be like, oh, by the way, I'm a dentist and not, like, try to be like, do you need a dentist? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're like, oh, Dr. Parker, so what what are you a doctor of? He's like, well, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. What is a salesman? Well, but no, I mean, like, he he wanted to – tell people but he couldn't right 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 no so but like, like he's like finding an alternate route he's good he's good at what he does he's good at what he does so yeah uh, but still I mean well he wasn't at the time because unfortunately well, yeah. <laughs> it's just like the opposite of what you want when you're trying to drum up business so mm. unfortunately during the first four months of his practice being open he only had one patient who was a tourist wasn't even a person in the community uh, no, they got finagled into going. No, they were just like, "Oh shit, my tooth hurts." Is there a oh. dentist in town? And somebody's like, "Oh yeah, a uh, fucking what's his name? Parker is UPH Parker." Yeah, he's over there, and <laughs> I, he'll pull a tooth. I, he, I think he went to dental school. Like, yeah. and he the 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 amount of money he made in the first four months of being months of being open was seventy five cents. So he was like, <laughs> "That wasn't even a lot then." No, it wasn't. It was like. The equivalent of like ten dollars or something. Yeah, I don't know. Oof. What? So, yeah, he was like, "Fuck this shit! I need to make money. I need to figure out a way to advertise, and I don't care if it's quote unethical to market my shit." Yeah, fucking, you need a good advertising campaign. Fucking, I'm Loopy H Parker, and I will work for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Hi, Larry H Parker, <laughs> or <laughs> Larry H Parker. I actually said the real name. Uh. He got me two two teeth pulled. I don't yeah. know. Loopy H. Parker got me no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so Parker decides that if patients would not come to him, he would go to them. So this was his big 
brainstorm that he realized like needed to happen to get some fucking mm-hmm. business. So by him just kind of deciding I'm going to go out on the street and do this thing, he basically launched a system that would bring him fame, fortune, and fierce con- condemnation from all of dentistry. Like oh he he did so many dumb fucking things, but he also did a lot for the dentist re- dentistry profession. Dental profession. Dental profession. Mm-hmm. Um I found this really great quote. I did find okay, so I also used dental dentaleconomics.com, which had like a short article about this guy. So I kind of like cross-referenced it because I'm like, yeah. oh, this thing's probably legit. It's like there's like they are tied to a museum and shit. And they had a great quote and it said, Parker started his practice with dignity, but soon found that dignity wouldn't pay the bills. And if that's not the tagline to whatever biopic that someone eventually writes about this man, then I don't know what is. You know Dentist what I mean? Dentist gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He's going to fucking. Everybody's gone wild. You're going to see so many mouths in this video. Mm. <laughs> it's deep throat, <laughs> but with teeth. <laughs> oh, it's teeth throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a condition. Yeah, I think it is, actually. <laughs> so if you remember, uh, I said at the top that this guy was like the P.T. Barnum of... Uh, P.T. Barnum? Mm-hmm. P.T. Barnum. He was like P.T. Barnum, but... Of teeth. Um, And wouldn't you know it, it was around the same time as P.T. Barnum, which we've done a whole entire... Fucking two-part. Two-part episode about. If you haven't listened to that, check that shit out. Uh, But P.T. Barnum was like around the... He was around the corner Mm -hmm. from him while he was setting up his business. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, huh, that guy's got got a good thing going. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he meets this guy, William B. I want to call him BB. I want to call him BB. BB. William BB. Hi, I'm Bill BB. <laughs> <laughs> me, Bill BB. <laughs> it's me, Bill BB. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you, is your name? Wait, I'm sorry. Is your name Bilba Bay? No, 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 no. It's Bilba Bay. It's Bill Bibe. I'm dying. Oh my god, I'm sweating. Bilby, Bill Bibi, Bill Bibi, 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 Bibi. I don't know. I don't know. I like Bebe. It's the dumbest name. It's it's literally spelled B E E B E. But this Bill guy, <laughs> this guy, hey, Bill Bebe. I can't stop laughing. Sorry, sorry. This guy. Okay, yeah, this guy. This guy, Bill Bebe. <laughs> he used to work with P.T. Barnum. So like, yeah, I wonder what his role was. Probably I think announcer. I know. I think he was like a like a, a marketing guy who worked for P.T. Barnum. Mm. So I he, get Bill Bebe on the line. He <laughs> wants to sell you something for the circus. 
<laughs> oh my god. They have a lady with a beard. They have a They have a Bill Bibby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Stop. Uh... Oh yeah. Okay, so fucking Parker meets Bibby and they're like uh and Bibe's like, oh man, dude, we gotta take this act. I mean, this essential service on the road. Hey, I mean, it, it is an essential service. He's not wrong it is, about yeah. that. But, well, it wasn't then. Well, it should. I mean, been. it was. Yeah. but people were not. It was not regarded as such. Yeah. So they they teamed up and um, they got a what is called what was called then a Paris trap. Uh, which I don't know. That seems not a parent trap, a Paris trap. <laughs> okay. I tried Googling this because I saw it a few places and then I was like, what exactly is that? Like, is that this a known thing? Cause I've never seen this term yeah. before. And the only thing I found was like Paris trap music. So good luck. <laughs> Parisian <laughs> trap music. <laughs> I think it's like one of those like carnival-y, uh, Oh, wagon-y like wagons, yeah. Where like yeah. it like rolls up, like you roll the sides up, and it's a stage. Yeah, I think yeah, so. That um, makes sense. So it's it's basically what it is is a, a brightly painted horse drawn wagon, mm-hmm. uh, which he put a dental chair in, and you know set off across the area to give a one man concert. He had a brass band with him, by the way, <laughs> and he would have a lengthy lecture on tooth decay oral hygiene, and the value of dentistry. Fucking, they called it the Parker Dental Circus. And I'm like, okay, Molarachi, calm down. Oh, my God, Molarachi. Oh, my God. Uh, Bitch. I was so proud of myself for that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so what he would do is he would uh, – he would <laughs> – He'd basically, like a magician, be like, yes, can I get a participant from the audience? You there, sir. Do you have a, an owie toothy that you want, that you want pulled? And, the, and most likely somebody would be like, fuck yeah, my tooth hurts. Like, get yeah. this shit out of me. So he'd pull people from the audience, bring them into yeah. his little caravan, and he would put them in the dentist chair. And he would be like, all right, don't worry. It's not going to hurt at all. Like, I got a little bit of this fun juice for you. Yeah. So, and remember, like, he was really good at selling things. Like, he made it seem like it was no big deal. Pulling a tooth was totally, quote, painless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'd get them fucked up on a homemade anesthetic brew that he called hydrocaine. <laughs> Can you guess what the main ingredient was? <sighs> Water? Hydra? Close, but no, it was cocaine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was watery cocaine. Yeah, basically. Cocaine. Cocaina. Uh, so basically he would just uh, he'd get it, give it to the patient, and he'd also put some of it directly into the cavity. And oh. he'd, he'd take him into the back, and like people wouldn't really be able to, I don't know, see or hear what was happening because there's a fucking brass band playing. Mm-hmm. And if it started – if the – patient or the victim or I don't victim? know audience <laughs> participant started yeah. screaming he'd tell he'd like have a little signal to the band to play a little mm-hmm. louder so that people yep. couldn't hear fucking um, grifter bitch but I mean also people would get kind of fucked up on this on this cocaine water and <laughs> this coke water 
and they <laughs> they would be kind of like out of it. So I don't know. Everybody's having fun here. So an extraction would cost 50 cents, and people who were brave enough to volunteer to have their tooth pulled uh, were promised $5 in return if they experienced any pain. Uh, I think what happened was he gave these people more cocaine water, and they just forgot. Oh, sure. Forgot. That was yeah. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, oh, I have so much to do. I got to get out of here. Bye. Yeah. They're like, like oh. whatever happens when you dr- have when you drink cocaine. <laughs> Clearly, I've never done it. Uh. <laughs> you just like want to have a conversation all night. Long. Oh, OK. Yeah. They just like got caught in conversation with like other people out on the street who had already been given hydrocaine. And people are like, um, sorry, you're bleeding like a lot from your mouth do you think maybe you want to like stop talking for a while they're like wow i can't feel anything yeah (laughs) why what do you mean as they're like grinding their jaw (laughs) oh god that's awful that's how he got his nickname dr cocaine (laughs) a canine's a tooth oh okay not my best one okay but i got it in All 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 right all right all right i feel like okay um with this, like, little dental horror show, you definitely have to give me drugs because also, like, so you, like, get up on this parrot trap. Oh, no. Paris trap. Paris trap. <laughs> on a parrot I'm trap. like, Haley Mills, why is she flashing in my mind? Okay, uh, you, like, get up on this little Paris trap and you, like, sit in the rocking chair and he's like, all right, like, here's some... Um, you know like medicine I'm gonna give you and it's gonna make you feel real good and then you're like okay and these like turn to the right so I could pull out your tooth on the left and then next to where you were sitting there was a fucking bucket of teeth that he had already pulled out of people's mouths and he just put it in the bucket and he left it there and there was just a bucket of teeth yeah it's like look at all the victims I've had also, in my head, I keep thinking of uh, Steel Magnolias, where Julia Roberts is like having her like diabetic like episode, oh, and, and they like orange juice. Yeah, and they're, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Drink your juice, Shelby. Drink your juice." And it's just her in the in the like in Rocking the chair. in the beauty chair. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. At Dolly Parton's hair salon, and they're like, "Drink your juice, Shelby." And I just like am thinking of somebody like. <laughs> In a dental chair, being like trying Drink to your juice. being like force fed this cocaine water. I don't know. While oh their teeth my God. is being pulled out of their head. Sorry. It's wild. Also, okay. He, so it's like. He had a bucket also, of teeth. <laughs> okay. He had a bucket of teeth. But please let me tell you, he also wore some of those teeth in a necklace around his neck. And that was like part of his fucking P. Teeth Barnum costume. Sir. Sir, you need to calm down. And, like, it's not like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a fucking surf bro, dude, and, like, I'm wearing a shark's tooth necklace. It's like, no, (laughs) these are the fucking stank-ass rotten teeth that he's pulled out of, like, old-timey people's mouths. And they're, like, you know, they have, like, black hole rot in the middle of it, and it probably smells like cat food. And it's just like, oh, you know what I mean? Getting nauseous. Or, like, the ocean, it's, like, low tide. You know, it just, like, has a smell, I would imagine. And it's just fucking gross. Oh, I, except in my notes I wrote it, dead teeth that probably smell like hard-boiled eggs and double IPA farts. <laughs> 
But also, what a fucking psycho. Like, if you sit in this chair and you see a fucking barrel of teeth or whatever, a bucket of teeth. I know. It's like, is that a selling point? Like, all these teeth? Yeah. Am I supposed to be like, oh, you've pulled so many teeth. Let me wow. all, let me also add to your pile. Yeah, you want another one? This one's hurting real bad, and it smells like fish eggs. Ugh. Um, <laughs> also... But also, I kind of love the, that he made him into a necklace because it's giving me um, Beetlejuice vibes, like the mm. um, shrunken head guy a little oh, yeah. bit. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's just kind of like weird. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of fun and like a tiki vibe. It's I Yeah, it's it's got some uh, some fun metal vibes for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, all right. Getting back to his house of horrors. I mean, um, his Cirque du Second Molar. I mean, the Parker Dental Circus. Thanks for selling that with a good laugh. Um, showbiz people. Uh, part of why people thought that this guy was a painless Parker, and like part of like how he helped sell the illusion, I guess you could call it, is that he would plant people in the audience and he would pull one of his like fake bucket teeth out of their mouth. Yeah, like they would be posing like they were getting a tooth pulled and they'd be like, wow, it didn't even hurt. And they'd already have like a tooth missing or something. And yeah. he would pretend like he just pulled it and it was like one of the – it was a dummy tooth from his pile of teeth. He was like a fucking magician and his name was Edward Incisor Hands. Oh, my God. Are they getting better or worse? <laughs> I mean, that one was worse. pretty good. That was pretty good. Okay, good. All right, all right. Uh, But obviously – uh, there was a lot of screaming. Um, yeah. And you Wait. mentioned there was like a brass band who would like try and drown the screams out and shit. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there was, it was just like a show. So. Yeah. People, like a circus. People were like, oh, that person's getting their tooth pulled. That's, that's cool. Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, but look at this fun b- brass band playing. So. And yeah. They, could, they oh, couldn't, they couldn't hear the a screams. contortionist. Yeah. 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 Oh, there's a guy shoving himself into a tiny little. Into a box. Plexi- plexiglass box. <laughs> In record time. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was just, I, I feel like maybe, uh, like, clearly all of that, like, the contortionist, and there was, like, bedazzled, like, women, like, little, you it, know, kind of, like, um, the Vegas showgirl-type ladies, but, like, more conservative of the time. We're just, like, distracting everyone, and that was, like, how, you know, it like, people, a line of people would, like, do this you know yeah there it was definitely a scene it was uh there was a lot of activity happening aside from the person getting their tooth pulled also he uh like any any review from a person that was positive was probably planted or fake like yeah like it was none of it was really real because this getting a fucking tooth pulled without any real anesthesia really fucking hurts yeah it's like (laughs) especially if it's like not that rotten like like, what if it was just a cavity, but, like, he didn't know that at the time? You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, well, we better pull the whole thing. And then it's like, no, that tooth is still very much alive and, like, Also, you you'll have to be feel that. really strong to pull, um, like, a tooth out. That's not, yeah. like, just totally oh, ready to might, go. Oh, yeah, oh, it's bad. It's, I don't like that. No. I don't like that. It's not good. No. Well, but his practice was going okay, right? It was... Uh, yeah, he was making money on the road. Um, yeah, he and, and he's still like in, on the East Coast at this point in time. 
Yeah. He's like traveling through Canada and New York and like all these areas, Philadelphia, all, you know, all these East Coast towns. And yeah. he's making money, um, starting to get a little bit more well known by by people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like in the immediate vicinity where he was like working out of, he did start to get some negative attention. Yes. Um, because people were like, wait, that did hurt. And then I was like fucked up for a while afterwards. <laughs> and yeah. then um and then I woke up somewhere and I don't remember how I got there. Um You pulled so- the wrong tooth, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you were supposed to pull his tooth, okay? Um, yeah, so he actually got into like a lot of uh legal issues and was like in court a lot. Uh, partly because people were like not happy about his bullshit and like fake salesmanship but also he was advertising um, which was against the ethics of the profession at the time like we said yep yeah so he was getting caught for that which was not good um also false advertising yeah also false advertising because he's like dude uh this doesn't hurt and then people are like no it did hurt and he's like i'll I'll see you in court and they're like you sure will (laughs) And he's like, oh. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> I just remembered I'm going to be out of town pulling teeth that day with my Paris trap um, with B-Bay. Okay, but then B-Bay died, Aww. which is sad because they were friends. Bill B-Bay. Bill B-Bay. <laughs> it, it, there's something reminiscent of Bilbo Baggins of, mm-hmm. about it to me, which delights me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but Bill, Bill B-Bay died. Bill Bebe died. I mean, everyone dies, you know. So. But yeah, but Parker was up without a partner and he was like, well, fuck, what am I going to do now? I got all these fucking lawsuits. My partner died. I better- fucking bucket of teeth. Yeah, oh, yeah. What am I going to do? So he just like picked up and left. Mm-hmm. He- I mean, the lawsuits didn't help. No. <laughs> He's like, I got to get out of here. So you know what he uh, did? What? He moved to California, baby. Oh, yeah, where it's got it going on. California knows how to party. California knows how to party. Yeah, well, he moved to California. (laughs) You get it. (laughs) You get it. You get it. I could jam all night. Um, And he uh, immediately was like, well, I got to set up a shop. I got to, like, start a practice. I got to, like, do this to that. And then in California, they're like, uh, sorry, what is your name? And he was like, oh, well, my real name's whatever. Edgar. Ra- Edgar Rudolph Randolph Parker. Ru- 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 Rudolph Randolph. <laughs> Rudolph Randolph Parker. Um, And they're like, but you are like saying you're Dr. Painless Parker. And he's like, well, yeah, that's like my stage name. And they're like, well, there's no stage here, sir. You need to practice by your lawful name. And he's like, hmm, well, I guess I'll change my name then. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, he so he he got in trouble as soon as he moved to California from false advertising. Like yeah. that shit, that shit didn't stop following him. No. This was, and by this time it's 1915, and he like is immediately embroiled in legal battles as soon as he gets to California because he's still on his bullshit. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, that never stopped till he died. So. No, but so but the the charges of f- false advertising about his name, Painless Parker. Mm-hmm. Those ended when he changed his name to from Edgar to Painless. Yeah, they're like, you know, this is illegal, and he's like, but what if my name was actually Painless Parker? And then they're like, well, that'd be illegal, and he's like, cool, see you tomorrow. So he did. I th- <laughs> great, great, good for him. 
Um, and then even even still, even after that, he was in constant legal trouble because of his his flamboyant antics, mm-hmm. his his showmanship, if you will, uh, around something that is, should be very serious and uh, you know, yeah, not, like you're a doctor, not, so. not out on the street, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the dental establishment actually became very aware of him, and they did not appreciate his bullshit. Um, so since he like moved from coast to coast, everybody's like, okay, we see the full picture of this man. He's like all over the, he's coast to coast. We gotta, we gotta do something about this guy. Um, but even still his business thrived even Mm -hmm. while he was in the middle of like legal controversy, controversy all the time and getting bad mouth by the American Dental Association which apparently existed even back then. Um, Would you say he was making money? He was, yes. Would you say he was flossing? He was flossing. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> that was good. That was flossy, good. Flossy, flossy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just did the white man's overbite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta. You gotta. <laughs> when you make a joke like that, you gotta. Oh, yeah. You gotta. But he uh, he continued to open more dental offices, which he was just left and right willy-nilly opening up practices, which was something mm-hmm. that he wasn't really able to do before. But now that he had all this notoriety and he knew how to, like, sell himself and he just didn't give a fuck about the, like, quote-unquote, you know, unethical practice of advertising his own fucking profession – yeah. He as soon as he let go of that, he was just like, "Oh yeah, I can open a dental office, no problem." So mm-hmm. they were all on the West Coast. Um, his clinics were large, and they were very modern for the time, with multiple chairs, um, which at the time was just not a thing at all. Like I yeah. said before at the beginning, dental offices only consisted of one chair, and it was just like one person. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but he hired dental assistants and hygienists to work his chain of clinics, which when we think of a dental office, we know that that's what standard that's standard. We have, we have dental hygienists doing the cleaning, doing all the other stuff, doing Mm -hmm. x-rays. And then the, they do most of the work. They do most of the the doctor comes in and like looks at your x-rays and is like, yeah, things look good. And then they leave or he'll do a procedure or she'll do a procedure, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was the first person to have like all, all of this happening in his clinics. Uh, he also hired a lot of dentists to work in his offices. It wasn't just him bopping around to all these uh, clinics. Mm. Um, so he, if he ever had hard a hard time finding dentists to work for him, <laughs> he was known to uh, find a alcoholic dentist maybe that wasn't doing so well in their profession oh. anymore and like rehabbing mm-hmm. that dentist. Oh, yeah. Well, he I, stopped drinking when he got to California, right? I think I so. I think he was like on the wagon. So he was like trying to help his fellow brother denters. Denters. <laughs> Dentists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah. He was, he was like – he was out here trying to like help people out. Yeah, that his know. dentist bros. You know, they're yeah. in the fraternity. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm like thinking like Kappa Kappa teeth or something like. <laughs> I was trying to think of yeah yeah that's funny ooh Kappa 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 
Kappa, 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 kappa all those teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was trying to think of fraternity. I was like, is there any like fra, is there any like, like a fra word that's dental that, but no, I don't don't think there is. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so he was, he was out here. He was like going legit with all his clinics and like helping, helping people get their mm-hmm. dental care done. Yeah. And he um I think too like he was just a man that needed to entertain. Like he had this bone in his body yeah. that just was like craving it. stage time. Some of us have it. I have it. Uh he <laughs> wanted the attention. He wanted like the audience. And so he, in addition to running all like all of these different um, offices, he also went back on the road. Um, he drummed up another traveling circus, top hat and all, literally <laughs> top hat tails, probably a fucking cane. We don't know. And he um, like it, it was even more circusy. He basically he treated a hippo first of all, like a fucking animal hippo. He, he like pulled its tooth. <laughs> he pulled its rotten ass hippo tooth. And it was named Lucas, if you need to know that. I don't think you do. <laughs> but just so you know. And then he also performed at a theme park here in Long Beach when it used to what? be down on the boardwalk. Yeah. P.S. Some of the like old timey photos from Long Beach. It was cool. It was like better than Santa Monica. Like I it- think I, I think Long Beach historically was one of the biggest board. It used to be one of the mm-hmm. biggest boardwalks in the country. Yeah, it was. And it had like a theme park and it was super cool. And that's why we have such a parking problem here because a lot of the homes were vacation homes that people Mm. would just come and stay at, you know, for a little bit. But then it got very dense and now parking is a nightmare. Anywho, um, and he even was like, uh, you know, photographed with celebrities. He was like living his best life. I feel like um, he was an influencer of yesteryears, Mm, mm -hmm. an influencer. (laughs) is that good mouthwash i don't know i'm Uh, scraping the barrel at this point i'm done (laughs) that's my last one (laughs) it's just i i want to say something about fluoride i don't know it's just not working yeah and in fluoride sir Mm, that doesn't work anywho um send us one if you have a better one i want to hear all the dentistry puns absolutely um, but yeah, like he was on such a roll during this like traveling fucking phase again on the West Coast. It's rumored that he was able to pull 357 teeth in a single day. Fucking yikes. I don't know yeah. if that's good. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is uh, is that impressive or should we be horrified? I'm kind of horrified. I'm horrified. Um, but yeah, I think like you said earlier, it's like, yeah, but like. They were on the streets and that's kind of gross. And like eventually people were like, maybe we shouldn't be out here um, in these streets. Like just like having our mouth, like have this man like rooting around in our mouths. Yeah. On the street. Yeah. Like in a wagon. Yeah. With like someone playing like fucking skip to my loo. And like. Right next to us. Drinking Coke water. Yeah. (laughs) Coke water. So uh, he stopped. But. I think like he stopped tr- the traveling portion, but then I think he he remodeled his offices somehow or like he brought the entertainment into his offices and he basically put like a movie theater 
into his office where he would have people come in and watch a film, which was always like teeth centric. Dude, was he like, was like the first dentist to put a, a TV on the ceiling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or like a waiting room TV. It's yeah. like, oh, you, I could watch the morning news in here, which didn't exist then. But, but he like, had like the distraction of like watching yeah. something while you're getting some, some dental work done. <laughs> well, this was even like it was a ploy to have people off the street come in thinking this was a movie theater. And then uh. after the movie ended, he'd be like, oh, by the way, we do dental work here. So, like, do you want to come check it out? It was like a sales bullshitty thing. Oh, it's like a – it was like a timeshare. Uh, yeah, it was a timeshare. Oh, my God. A timeshare pitch, like, for yeah. a teeth. Oh, my God. It was a canine share. Yeah. Does that work? No. It was a um, – I don't know. Um, so, anyway, um, he died in 1952. He was still, like, up to his fucking shit. You know, when yeah. he, was, he died, he was still, like, doing all these things that were, like, super, like, snake oily. Um, but Still not before, wearing that teeth ne- necklace. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was at, wearing that tooth, that teeth chain. <laughs> teeth chain. I don't know. Teeth chain. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and, uh... He died in 1952, but not before Bob Hope portrayed a character loosely based on him in the 1948 film Pale Face, and he fucking loved it. He was like, I saw your movie. It was so great. He was just, like, so excited to have the attention, um, and I just think that's kind of funny, but good for him. Too. Yeah. Um, fun fact before we wrap this up, mm-hmm. his biggest office in California was on the is is on the corner of Seventh and Main in Los Angeles, and it still operates as a dental practice to this day. Wild, isn't that cool? It's so wild. I love it. I um, saw someone who like went in there. They like wrote it, one of the articles I read, and like yeah. they went in there to check it out, and they said you couldn't even tell it was like an old school dental office, except there was like a super old clock in there, and they were cool. like, "Oh, I wonder if this was his clock." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And there was like cool stained glass and stuff, but like obviously it's all modernized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like rolling and getting like a weird old hose put in your mouth or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ew. Yeah, some old hose. You're not in a rocking chair. Don't worry. Um, But also, it's hard to tell. Okay, so like moving into final thoughts. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell uh, because I read a lot of conflicting, I guess, opinions from like or assumed opinions or like secondary, like secondhand information on whether or not he was like good for dentistry. Mm -hmm. Like – some people are like his legacy is shitty. Like he was basically a ma- like not a magician. He was like a MC that like hosted little yeah. carnival type shows on the street and then pulled people's teeth. So I guess he was a dentist. And then other people are like, oh, he did a lot for dentistry. So he's like regarded in the American Dental Association or mm-hmm. whatever. I've I, seen both sides. I I I tend to think that um, it. He did have a huge impact on on dentistry mm-hmm. and how it is now, how how standards are now were were created now, mm-hmm. uh, like in modern times. So yeah. it, he it's it's undeniable, but if not inadvertent, that his benefits to the to the profession were mm. were pretty pretty uh, 
pretty good despite his wildness. So first of all, he championed oral hygiene, preventative care, and just going to the dentist. Like mm. you didn't have to go to him, but right. he was he was out there like talking, giving like a whole spiel, if you remember, when he first started out, like explaining the benefits of, of dentistry. True. And like products that he hawked and stuff. Yeah. Like basically toothpaste and like yeah. brushing your teeth. Yeah. So even if it was with pig hair. Yeah, exactly. Um <sighs> and then I mean there was just no like art of you know, there was no Yeah uh, synthetic synthetic bristles. Yeah. Uh and then in today's terms, he he supported access to care, like hundred percent. He was one of the first to use local anesthesia. Even though it was considered generally, and even though it was considered inappropriate at the time, the the mm. form he was using, because mm-hmm. ether or laughing gas was much more popular and accepted. Mm. Um, and then he, I think, one of his biggest accomplishments, without you know even really him indirectly, one of his accomplishments was that in 1931, the American Dental Association had to change their tune about advertising. They mm. saw how effective it was. Get his, you know, he was making money. He was, like, becoming very popular. And they were like, okay, we need to, like, loosen it up here. So in 1931, the ADA concluded that the public needed to be educated through mm. advertising. And it allocated approximately $500,000 to do that. Like, they paid oh. a, a, a marketing firm to, like – get some marketing materials out yeah, there. Yeah, like you should see a dentist or yeah. like dental hygiene is overall health hygiene. Exactly. Uh, he also promoted, like I said, low-cost dentistry. There was mm-hmm. no charge for examinations and advice. Uh, oh, and wow. his prices were negotiable negotiable for poor patients. He gave out dis- uh, discount coupons and extended credit to his patients so that they could pay for the work th- when they could. Uh, and then he, like he gave them credit lines. Yeah. Like he would say like, you have a year to pay for this work, uh, and payments could be made in in installments. This was all very Mm -hmm. like innovative for the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. and his slogan was service is kept to the highest possible point and fees are kept down to the lowest possible point. So like, I don't know, like there's like a lot of good stuff. And I think a lot of people in the dental profession nowadays regard him as like, of kind of ahead of his time his mm. methods were not not great mm, okay that's maybe where yeah I guess depending on what like uh, area I was reading about he was like looked at as like really shitty yeah and then sometimes very forward thinking so well it was very fun so um, fun I loved all the teeth stuff I also found a word I want to tell you what it is I, it's like my favorite new word, and I want you to give me the definition for it. Okay, great. Love it. Please define the word denticle. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Go in. Lean in. Uh, it is a tooth that grows out of your testicle. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Oh, oh my God. Is it not? Well, I guess it could be because a denticle is a small tooth or tooth-like projection. So it could be located in your nuts. Oh, man. Um, can you imagine? Oh, denticle. It's It sounds magical. <laughs> it's like an icicle. An icicle. It sounds like it should be in Frozen. Yeah. Like, denticle, <laughs> denticle. You have a tooth growing out of your toe. <laughs> 
<laughs> tentacle, tentacle, you have a tooth in your testicle. <laughs> Floss your tooth <laughs> in your testicle. <laughs> Don't get a hard on. There's also a tooth in your pee hole. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. I can only imagine what my neighbors can hear when I fucking record this podcast. <laughs> they must think I'm the weirdest person of all time. Yeah, because it's so one-sided, right? <laughs> it's so one-sided. And also, like, probably when I'm talking regular, they can't really hear me. And then I just belted out a song about fucking tooth tooth or fucking tooth dick. And it's like, oh, my God. A fucking... Tooth erection. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, well, on that note, we should probably stop. <laughs> yeah, let's stop. Oh, All you right. guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you're angel babies. Angel babies. You're, you're a real bi- bi- <laughs> you little bi- You're a real dildo bebay. <laughs> Little Bill Bebe's. <laughs> Bill Bebe's. Bill Bebe's. Little Bill Bebe. Uh, uh, follow us on social media at DTFU Podcast on all the platforms. Yeah, go to our website, DTFUPodcast.com. Yep, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash DTFU Podcast. Uh, leave us a review. If you have like five minutes today yeah. and you haven't left us an iTunes review yet, we would love it. We would love for. We would love four. I don't know what I'm talking about. We would love five stars. Someone just gave us a four star review recently, and and it was like very nice and also like critical. And they still gave us four stars, and I was like, you know what? I don't hate this. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's like very well thought out. Mm-hmm. Would I have appreciated five more? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do whatever um, you want, but do what you want. Yeah. Um, All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, brush your teeth. Floss. Mm-hmm. Floss your gum areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I know it can be hard. The dentist is one of those things where you feel like you haven't flossed in a long time and it's like a snowball effect and you just mm-hmm. feel like anxious about it and you're like, I don't want to go to the dentist. They're going to tell me I need to floss more. You know what? Floss right now. Floss tomorrow. Floss the next day. Just keep doing it. You'll get into a groove and it'll be great. And if you're like me and don't like uh, – I, I- think it's the most disgusting thing ever because I do I'm one of those people Flossing. that never flosses mm-hmm. yeah but when I do it's like super gross um I can't stand the the feeling of floss around my f- fingers mm-hmm. so I get those like those ones that you are like on a yeah it's like pre 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 the stick ones portioned yeah. yeah 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 those are great those are good yeah. uh and they're not as gross as like regular dental floss so um Tons. yeah brush and floss uh mm-hmm. I wish I could go to the dentist right now, but you know what? I can't. Me too. I can't either. It's COVID-19 season. Yeah. Um, and fucking, I don't want someone working on my mouth. That is putting them in a dangerous situation. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Brush your teeth, you stank bitch. Um, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Just kidding. I wash love your you. asshole. Wash your wash your stank asshole. Wash, wash your, your taint. <laughs> wash wash under your titties and in your belly button. Um, make sure that uh that tooth hanging out of your testicles, <laughs> nice and nice and white. <laughs> fucking, fucking crust white ships that testicle tooth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, be excellent to yourself and each other. Bye bye.